0: Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast We eat sandwiches and play games Taste of Dragons Gaming podcast, a
1: podcast for everyone's day Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons The podcast, the video game podcast that all you operatives listen to This week, watch us go into man's past The news is like a Yo Mama joke, really heavy Our topic is scary, at least to us And our dragon this week is orchestrating a bloodbath. Composer, Olivier Derivier. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Louis.
2: And I'm Joe. Smooth operators.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Smooth Operator.
2: Did you low key make a fat mama joke?
1: I did. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I was. I was. Gosh. It was a commentary on yo mama jokes while oh, okay. also making a yo mama
2: joke. Okay. Those
3: used to be so in fashion when I was in elementary school. Like, right. Like you lived or died by your by mama jokes.
1: I mm-hmm. Baby's Kids was lived on yo mama jokes. That entire movie was <laughs> breathed out of yo mama jokes. Okay.
2: <laughs> Such a weird thing to make fun of. Yo, right. Yo, your mom. No, because it was. It was. It wasn't just you had a mom. And we're making fun of it, it So like, you had a mom And your mom is overweight And I'm gonna make fun Of your mom being overweight But like one Like what does that Have an effect and on that, you And like why does do, why do you care cause It's just a weird know, thing To get like very so, attached to Some people to. find yeah.
3: that Offensive I guess And we didn't know Any better back then We thought it was funny But it wasn't
1: And then like But now we know And then it, like Exploded out into other things Like your mom is so country She thinks yeah. an elevator yeah. Is a mobile home <laughs> Like <laughs> Like there's a whole bunch Of like Oh cause breath. it's small It's mm-hmm. yeah oh, Okay
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah, what a time.
1: They never the made 90s. fun of your dad,
2: though. It wasn't like, man, know, your dad's right? so out of work or something. It was just they like... They
1: tried, I think, for like a hot like month.
2: I, I regret bringing this up. <laughs> okay. Good job. Good job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast where we regret bringing up anything. <laughs> Speaking of which, we into our games.
3: What are you playing?
1: And this week, uh, Troy, would you like you and me to start this off? Let's get it started, Brian. All right. And this week, we're starting off with a new release. That's right. We're playing Watch Dogs Legion. That Ubisoft joint.
3: How are you liking it so far? All right. So what? The game released this past Thursday, Correct. I believe. Yep. Um, I've been looking forward to this game because I played the first two. The mm-hmm. first one was okay. Yep. That second one in San Francisco was, in my opinion, amazing. It was one of my top 10 games of the year. It was super fly. Um, and this game intrigued me because the main hook of this game is there is no main character. Correct you're just playing as a movement <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're you're basically playing as like charlie
1: from charlie's angels you are getting all these well, other people into well, the fold kind of. <laughs> you're
2: saying the game doesn't have a main character but troy just started playing and we Definitely made a oh, main character.
1: Everybody, I think, has a main character in this game. <laughs> even though, unless you're on
3: permadeath, which your character might die. Right, right. Uh, which so, I didn't turn that on. L- I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. So le- God, wow. let me set this game up a little okay. bit. This is Watch Dogs Legions. It takes place in London. And the whole premise of this game is that there were some some terrorist activity and then a private military company came in to lock things down, and they've locked it down. But now years have gone by, and they've become like a totalitarian society. Mm-hmm. And now the people who they framed for the terrorist act didn't. And there's a resurgence of members with that group who are trying to prove that A, they weren't behind those attacks, and B, trying to resist this privatized military government that has taken over London. Yep. You're one of the last survivors of this like resistance group, and the whole premise of the game is you are recruiting more and more people to join the resistance, but... Anybody can be part of the resistance. That's right. If you think of any video game open world you've played, Grand Theft Auto, where you see the cab driver is going down the street, he can be recruited. Yep. You got the lady who's selling you stuff at the shop; she can be recruited. They're all playable characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but like, yeah, that's, that's but,
2: cool, like but. but like, what about what about our guy, He's
3: so, <laughs> dope. so, so right at the start, they give you a selection of like twenty to choose from, mm-hmm. and I chose this. Oh, he's from Barbados. Nice. <laughs> He's got dreads. He is fifty-one years old, and he is a beautiful doctor who works in children's hospitals. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: He has Troy's exact facial hair, and, and he just looks like uh, me. <laughs> and Troy's job, and he yeah. came with a doctor's coat.
1: <laughs> so those initial twenty people are also randomly generated. Yes, because cool. I didn't get any. I didn't have a doctor to choose from in my right. my, my, my initial twenty. Uh, my guy
3: also happens to look like Troy with his beard and everything. <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, I would like to say that I am actually the main character in main Watchdog Legion. Oh I was going to say, did you ever have people following <laughs> you for a while, <laughs> just like taking pictures you know, from different angles? There's going to be people at home who are listening to this, and then they're going to see a picture of me on Instagram and be like, wait a second, that's, that's, that's my, my main guy. character. <laughs> that's <laughs> my main character. What's happening? It was weird, because I, I initially
1: wanted to play this game and have my entire team be like femme fatales. Oh, like oh I wanted them all yeah. to be oh, just no, like wow, a team okay. of femme yeah. fatales. My initial twenty people, not a single femme fatale. <laughs> You're what, like, do, what does that mean? I'm killing you. <laughs> like like
3: all dudes? No, like all chicks, like hot chicks. Oh, I, mean, I do no, I mean, by they're not femme fatales; they're just—they're not. They they're were just, just like old novelists.
1: They were
4: like—I <laughs> tried desperately to get him to choose the old novelist lady. She like, had oh, the librarian God. glasses
1: and everything. Oh, damn. I, I i couldn't see myself seriously playing this character as oh, my first character. Well, you're not, oh, the first character because it's the first character. I—I right. I have other ones now that are kind yes. of you know off the wall, but but my for my first character I couldn't do it. <laughs>
3: so so that's that's the main what you can say gimmick of this game. The yes. rest of the game is your kind of standard open world. World, city fun collectathon. yeah it's almost exactly like missions. watch dogs 2. it's just like watch dogs too which yes. is a good game oh yeah but the gimmick is you can play as anybody you see watching on this, you're walking on the street and i have not seen any repeats or yet. or mm-hmm.
2: you could not play the game and then just relive your honeymoon by going to all of the places in london that you went in your honeymoon and then just kind of like looking so, at them and being like we were there is so, that what you
3: guys are doing so i yes. played <laughs> this, I played <laughs> this game guys- so i played this game for over five hours about three of those hours was just us reliving that honeymoon <laughs> and I gotta say, it was like a testament of like love to the to uh, the developers mm-hmm. who really did make London pretty spot on. Yeah, is it all of like actual London? It's it's that uh, the Thames it's, it's area. The, it's yeah, the, it's, it's it's a, a good it's the, amount. It's, it's the
2: th- bit they always do. It's yeah. the bit with the tourist attractions. the touristy place. And places. Yeah, yeah. it's essential. Yeah. But we yeah.
3: literally like yeah. walked out of the subway where we actually did and saw Big Ben <laughs> for the first time, and yeah. then retraced our entire day. To the Tower of London, mm-hmm. to Shakespeare's The Globe Theater. Tro-
2: Troy stole a boat so we could go on our boat ride that yep. we went on.
3: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, romance. <laughs> oh. so, so I do, bet you steal boats for all the girls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do you find yourself? So your initial character that you chose yeah. yourself. Yes. Um, do you find is that your main
3: character that you've been playing as for the most part? So, or did you recruit somebody else? So the interesting thing about this game is the permadeath. Yes. You can choose at the beginning if if you have it on. That mm-hmm. means that if the character dies, they're out. Yes. You don't get them back. Correct. Um. So... I did start feeling like this character was my main character until he almost died. (laughs) And now, and as soon as he did, and he died while I was trying to recruit someone, you can actually recruit the NPCs. He almost died. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so I was trying to recruit like a pretty, pretty cool Femme Fatale, actually. Mm -hmm. And the, the feeling that I got after only spending our, I spent our honeymoon trip with this guy (laughs) reliving those memories. (laughs) He also looked like you. He also looked like me. That, that when he almost died and the idea of like, he's gone, gone, I was like, I'm recruiting this next person, and I'm never touching you again. You, I, I'm, I'm like an overprotective parent. I'm like you're going home in your room, you're locking the door, you're never coming out. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are too precious. Uh-oh. So he was kind of like a main character, but now mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with him. I, I can't I can't risk him
1: dying. You're gonna
2: take him out for like cat rescuing missions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you can
1: have him like my main character because my first main character was a developer who oh, again, cool. looks like you. Uh, but um, so I'm treating him as my Bosley. He is no. now so oh. you know so you have Sabine I so, believe is her name she's my Charlie okay and then yes. you have this guy he's my Bosley Yes. he's giving all the other people he's okay. st- just staying out at the at the, the hideouts huh. um, and I'm trying to just recruit women right that so <laughs> th- to flesh out the so rest that of it, my
3: team so, to to complete your Charlie's Angels fanfic yes <laughs> <laughs> so so this is like the headcanon you're writing in your own head Correct. as to who's giving out the orders and whatnot. I love that. Yes. My very
1: first person I recruited outside of the person they give you after you, um, after you clear out a district, because mm-hmm. they give you like uh, like a hacker when you yes, first clear yes. your first district. The first person I recruited was a professional cosplayer. Whoa, Whoa. that's actually her job. Oh, that is cool. That's dope. And I am now that she's my main. I'm now <laughs> just playing as. I don't have uh, permadeath on, so yeah, I don't yeah. I have to worry about that jazz. But she does still get injured, so I can't play as her for like an hour or whatever. Um, if somebody gets arrested, I can't play as them for like a half an hour or something like that. So there is still mm-hmm. some trade offs. But yeah. Professional cosplayers who I'm going with.
3: And so I think that's what's so cool is that my main character keeps changing. Because as soon as I'm like, oh, this lady, she's awesome. Like, I'm going to do all the bare knuckle fights with her. It's going to be great. And then I meet someone new. I'm like okay, this person's a new character. They're so awesome. <laughs> Look at the paint all over their clothes. They're great. Oh, who's that? Oh, this person. Like it just keeps on going Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to the point that like now I'm kind of making a really cool, unique team and I'm starting to see the game behind it. Oh yeah. There's locations that you can't go, that you can go to, but would be easier if you recruit like a construction worker to get into a restricted construction site. Okay. That's just a fun little like role play puzzle element to, that they throw in the mix that I, it's super cool.
1: Yeah. You can actually, so they have Buckingham palace there and all the other things. Oh, I haven't been there yet. You can, we missed that on our honeymoon That's as well. okay. Yeah, That's we didn't go. That's so. fine. You can actually recruit one of the guards. Really? You can recruit one of the guards, and then you can walk into the zone yes! as him. Oh, and wow. You'll, you'll still get noticed, right. you know, that but you still, won't get
3: noticed as quickly yes, because you have on the uniform the that you're supposed to have. That is fun. Right? That it's, is so it's cool. It's pretty great. Uh, so that stuff I think works great. Yes. Um, I think I told Lewis yesterday on stream that I'm kind of starting to feel like it's a Pokemon game mm-hmm. because when I when I walk past people and you can use your iPhone to like get stats on them sometimes I see them like I gotta catch them <laughs> they're too good I, I gotta make my perfect team <laughs> gotta catch them I, I've spent
1: today I spent just recruiting the six people that I had tagged yesterday right all can, I was doing was just going to their missions
3: and I haven't gotten a double of a mission it's, yet it's kind of creepy in a way because you can actually make like a list of people you want Ooh. <laughs> like okay that person pays the banjo you'll go on the list that guy's got a cool uh, mohawk you're on the list I'll find you tomorrow to recruit I you love the idea. Of mm-hmm. you just
2: making a band,
5: yeah, yeah, <laughs> do that. Just make a band, um, just make that game like um, rock band,
3: yeah. Five, I don't know. that sounds good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: merge um, that game and rock band into one game, yes. Uh,
3: outside of that really cool mechanic of being anybody and the beautiful one uh, to one ness of London, uh, it's it's just kind of a regular, it's a game. open open world game. There's yeah. nothing too remarkable that I'm finding so far in mm-hmm. my five hours. Outside of that, Um, but those two premises are enough for me to really make this a fun experience.
1: For me, I have discovered a couple of little things I've been able to do um, that that I haven't been able to do in previous ones. Like I know uh, one of the restricted areas, I had to get to the very top of the roof. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I saw all I would have to go through. I was like, nah, yeah. I'm not about this. So I called down a cargo drone, got on top of it. Huh? I just flew myself on top of the roof. Holy crap. And I just completed it. <laughs> I do not know you
0: can do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's you can, fantastic. Yeah, you can
3: climb on top of a cargo <laughs> uh, drone and then just fly yourself anywhere. It's a magic carpet. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of creativity within the game. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, And also a really scary look at our future because drones are just normalized flying around everywhere above you. Like mm-hmm. it's no big whoop. And like, that's probably where we're headed. The, oh, yeah. the game cities. really
2: doesn't like Big Data. And as someone who works for Big Data, there was definitely times where they were like, and this new future. And I'm like, oh
3: that's
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, they don't hate Big... They love Big Data as far as I'm seeing in this game. Uh, uh.
3: <laughs> Not your main characters, but everybody else
1: does. Uh, uh, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes,
2: yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh,
3: But cool game. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing... Uh, I'm looking forward to playing this after the podcast. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I've played about 12 hours so far. Nice. And, uh, I think uh, in
1: in game hours, I'm at a, an hour and a half of just being on cameras, tagging everybody in different zones. <laughs> it actually one of your statistics is camera time <laughs> that you've been doing. It's, wow, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, that's our game, Watch Dogs Legion. And uh, what about you, Joe? What did you play this week?
4: I played Pokemon Go actually Ooh. incessantly to a <laughs> insane degree that I haven't played in a very long time. Why was that? Because last week, literally minutes after we finished recording our podcast. They released a character, uh, one of the Pokemon that is one of my favorites. They released Sir Fetch'd.
1: Oh, from the new Ooh, one! Right?
4: Yeah, it was nice. awesome. It was so uh, he was only in the game. Well, he's in the game forever now. But he was uh, they re-released the uh, Farfetch'd version two, so he's a giant leak. So if you caught one of those Farfetch'd, then you walk with it a little bit, have fifty Farfetch'd candy, and then made ten excellent throws with it as your buddy. You could then evolve him into Sirfetch'd, and I made an army of them. Because I have kept every Farfetch'd I have caught from the very beginning of this game. Oh, wow. I have hundreds. Oh, man.
2: I'm just imagining you marching down the street with an army of Sirfetch'd with, like, lances. Da, da, da. Everything you've
4: said is my dreams. Those are, my, those are my, my beautiful dreams.
1: When we first got back from Japan, where Farfetch'd were regional exclusives, uh, she caught a bunch of them at least the second time we were there. She caught a whole bunch of them. Uh, when we got back, we, you could do raids in Pokemon and she had just teams of f- farfetch that weren't very good. <laughs> they weren't great. But she just liked to use them and so you would have, we would be around a bunch of other people. Oh, those the, the good old days. Good old you would be days. around a bunch of people doing a raid and somebody's like, who's using a Farfetch'd? Who's
2: using <laughs> Only
1: farfetch That
4: would be me. And I'd raise my hand. I'd be like, that's me. I'm using the Farfetch'd because they're great. I love him. Just give like a
1: why look. You're
4: like, why not? He's great. And you know what? He wasn't that bad. No, no,
1: yeah, he pretty much. He, was. really,
4: he wasn't that bad. So he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like some big giant charizard. It's okay. Yeah. He has a big leak. he
2: whacked the crap out of somebody with it. It was beautiful.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, Sir so. Fesh is also why he bought Sword. Because you were originally going to play Shield, but that's then correct. Sir Fesh was a Sword exclusive. Darn right.
2: So. Yes. Also Sword was better, I mean, let's I mean,
4: be honest. Yeah. Sure. It has Surfetched. Of course it was better.
1: Right. That's that's the that's <laughs> it. Uh, they
4: they also released uh, <laughs> the Galaga version of um the Ponita. Ponita. Yeah, so, so it's all,
3: you know, uh,
1: all
4: pretty unicorns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty
3: pretty my uh, little pony up. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. From very shield. Very much so, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, that's I did game. get
4: both of them yes. in the course of that 2 days or 1 day that it was it out was one I think. Day, it was yeah. 24 hours that they were both available to begin with and Surfetched I think you can still get the Ponita. I think has to be in a raid and they're hard to come by now. So, yeah, okay. But yeah, I've spent all week doing that. It's really fun. I miss that game a lot.
1: Yeah, we really haven't been playing it all that much since, you know. Indoors a lot. <laughs> yeah. And being it what it is, 2020.
4: Yeah, it's okay. More like
1: Pokemon, no.
4: It's true. <laughs> but now that has got Sir Fetch'd, he will, he will shield you from everything with his beautiful shield. And, and, you know, and he'll use his sword to protect you. Good. It's okay. It's going to be all right. It's a little better.
1: It's not it's, a sword, it's a
4: leak sword. It's got to sharpen. Essentially a weapon. You just stab him with the pointy end. It's got a leak in it. It is a bit bleak, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. gosh. Oh, no. oh gosh. Oh no. Move on, move on, move on.
1: Moving move on, move on. on. <laughs> uh so that was Pokemon Go. And then what about you Lewis? What you play this week?
5: I played No Man's Sky. And there it is.
4: No. And we're done. We're done. We're not going back to No Man's It's yeah. not happening. We're done. And that's yep. it. We're good. It's over.
5: Space. <laughs> but, but you did play Free it on game. stream, though, I did though, play it, right? it on a new stream, um, a new segment on the Taste of Dragons gaming network. Uh, Twitch.tv Twitch slash, slash, slash <laughs> Taste of Dragons. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug. Um, where I was just playing No Man's Sky and relaxing and yeah. super relaxing game with amazing music the entire time.
3: And most it, of that music was him singing. Nice. Okay.
5: Yes, I did sing a lot, which is which was pretty great. Man. But but I think some of that singing made people run away. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> well, not, I don't know. I enjoyed me.
4: every time the goofy movies after today started. I was very excited every time you started <laughs> I, I singing don't, I
5: only know the beginning of
1: that. So I don't. Did you know. sing about the Muna and the Juna and the Springer?
5: Oh man, I didn't. Man, oh. that was missed opportunity. Next week. Next week. Missed opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there, it was like nine people, and then it jumped at one point to like three. I'm like. I guess I'll stop singing then. (laughs) But no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't stop singing. There's something up. that happens after the one
3: o'clock mark. Yeah. You're you, not in control anymore. Do you
2: want people to go to the Twitch channel? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you sing. I just, I, it,
3: was I, it was weird. It's They're like, original, I, mu- original songs.
5: Oh, I, nice. yes, yes, they are original songs. Yes, they are. No copyright infringements. Um, <laughs> uh, take that DMCA. Yeah. DCMA. DCMA. But, I mean, <laughs> I've stayed up till like 4 or 5 a.m. playing with Troy literally and just <laughs> doing these two hours i was like struggling <laughs> <laughs> the singing was keeping me
0: awake
1: it's a, it's a different beast when it comes to streaming because normally you, you know you can just play however you want and you can yeah. play for like 10 or 12 hours straight but then when you stream and you have not have to but you should interact with chat and you're trying yeah. to be cognizant of everything it is tiring it, to just always be on like we- that
5: yeah because then once i finished and shut down i was like Alright now I'm wide awake What the hell
1: dude Yeah <laughs> That's rough But uh, yeah. so yeah That's No Man's, no sky, man's sky With your midnight bites midnight, midnight snack Midnight snack There you go With Lewis Ooh <laughs> and then what about you, man? What did you play this week?
2: Uh, this week I took a page out of Troy's book And I played a sad game
3: Oh, how's, ooh, finally I thought you are going to say Assassin's Creed
2: Assassin's <laughs>
3: Creed All of them, all 18 uh, I, all of them. games Sa- In one game. week
2: I played When the Past Was Around It's a point-and-click oh. adventure game About relationships, loss, and recovery uh, That is I such mean, a sad title I'm, I'm like yeah. The
5: title itself, you go into it You're like, well, I'm going to cry
2: It's <laughs> definitely like Everything that you're imagining right now is the game, but I don't think it's really about, it's not supposed to be a surprise. Okay, Um, well, not with the title. <laughs> yeah well uh, yeah uh, you buying it you know we're getting into and it's not like a twist and turn mystery right right it is a point and click game okay um but it's this the puzzles aren't very difficult they're just very calming there there's really wonderful music that kind of plays throughout the entire story and it is more about like feeling the um the loss and recovery of uh, ada's story as she goes through like what happened and her kind of like moving mm-hmm. forward right uh, which, it, and the story was really beautiful uh, like i said the puzzles weren't hard but they were very nice they were uh oh, good. At the whole thing's hand drawn so it was beautifully illustrated and the game in total I think was 90 minutes so it was definitely like a sit down and do the whole thing Um, it was really glorious I mean there was this uh, one point in time where I was like in the end and it was really sad and then there's a theme that plays through the whole thing and you know he he has a theme and she has a theme and then they play together at the end and then Troy's like hey have you seen this and I was like (laughs) yes I have and it's over there
3: babe you see my lucky sock <laughs> I need it for stream. <laughs> Going live. <laughs>
2: um, but I'd recommend it. It's only um it's only eight dollars on Steam full price, and it was gorgeous. Oh, it was it? definitely worth it. Yeah. Oh, that's wow, that's okay. like a
1: price of a movie for a movie type. movie type yeah. game. Movie yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome.
3: That's, that's
1: awesome. awesome.
2: When the pass is around. Very well made. Oh, it's but it's made by the same people who do coffee talk. I was
3: oh, about to okay. ask so, that, so but I also didn't want to say it if I was wrong. Yeah, Toget <laughs> <Togay laughs> Productions. Toge so, Productions. So same art style. No, no, no,
2: no, not really. Because um, Coffee Talk is more pixel drawn, and then this is a uh, hand illustrated.
5: Wow, that's really cool.
1: Nice, awesome. Switching it in. Yeah. And that's on PC, I assume.
2: I played it on PC. I think it's on more than one platform now. It might even be out on the Switch, but I'm not sure. I'll have to double check. Okay.
1: All right. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, so that was, what was it again?
2: When the past was around.
1: When the past was around. All right. So that'll do it for our games. That brings us to our news segment. <laughs> news, news, news. 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 news.
3: It's a harmony news. That's a
1: news operator. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Uh so the biggest news this week is Cyberpunk 2077, which I think just last week or the week before we said had gone gold, right? Which mm-hmm. means no more delays. It's done. That's it's a done. Dream. That's a dream. Uh I think this is, a, for me, a, a first that I know of that a game that has gone gold is now been delayed again. Yeah.
2: A bigger day one patch is what they're saying.
1: <laughs> and That's actually yeah. what happened. Uh, yeah, so gold
3: doesn't even mean anything anymore. It, it really doesn't.
1: <laughs> so, so it's been delayed yet again to December 10th, which I think is three weeks later. Mm-hmm. And the execs say that it was due to the day one patches for the consoles taking longer than they thought it would.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, I read something on Twitter that said that they needed to test the game on so many platforms that it just took. So much longer, right? Than they they, thought it was they going started
3: to. making this game for one platform, and then the next generation to consoles came out, so they bumped that to the next platforms, and now they literally have to make this compatible for both generations—the four,
2: mm-hmm. the five, the X, yeah, the, the X, X, the one, S, the Series the, yeah. X, the Series yeah.
3: yeah. S—and it's just like, we, we, how could we? <laughs>
2: and, and they said they would rather it was delayed and good than they let it out and it was bad. Yeah. And the internet just, disagrees. <laughs>
5: yeah, I I want to say I disagree, but you know what? I trust them. Uh,
1: I don't. I actually 100% am happy. That like this I said, is delayed. I mean, I mean, just in general, yeah, Like yeah. Just delayed. There didn't even oh. have to be a reason. <laughs> I'm just glad it's delayed
3: because I had way too much to play in those two oh,
1: yeah. weeks anyway. Oh yeah,
3: I'm the winner here. We're all the oh, winners. Oh, all winners here. Winners. Assassin's Creed, I can breathe a little bit more with.
2: <laughs> I I mostly, uh, the, <laughs> I mostly feel bad for the devs is I feel like yes. they were in crunch, and this doesn't mean like, hey, you can relax, the crunch won't be as bad. This just sounds like, hey, you're gonna be in crunch for another month, yes. and that that sucks.
3: That doesn't
1: feel yeah. good. Due to Polish labor laws, most employees found out at the same time as the rest of us that the game was delayed.
2: Oh, that, yeah, that's a bummer.
1: Yeah, because- They weren't it, allowed to, They weren't allowed to because of possible insider trading uh, policies oh, or yeah, probabilities, right. so right. people would find out, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, well, I'm just gonna yeah. sell all my shares right now. Yeah. And so they didn't, and that's actually a Polish thing that you can't, I mean, it's, it's in everything, but in
3: Poland, it's like much yeah. more heavily. There's going to be some upset. I'm still going to buy it. Yeah. yeah. Like, people took off days from work in order yeah. to play this game. And yes, I was like, well, I, I can't play the game. I mm-hmm. have these days off. I, I would work, but I, you know, what are you going to do. Yeah. Take a it's, nap. It's pretty sick. Take sad. a nap. <laughs> Take a bath. I mean, play, yeah. play Assassin's Creed. Nap, yeah. in, nap in bath. Wait, don't
1: nap in the bath. That's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, without water. I've fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another casualty due to this, though, is that the next Path of Exile League has been delayed specifically because it was going to come out December 11th, which is the day after cyberpunk. Oh, oh, no. So they actually specifically stated in their, in their release, Hey, um, no, we're not, we're just going to delay our league yeah. until January because we don't want to divide
3: up. There's no way. Our players time. You can't. Yeah. 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 Especially because
1: we also want
3: to play it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were sitting there like, we got a cool month and a half, month or so before, you know, after yeah. cyberpunk comes out to release our game. Oh, that's sad. Mm, that's yeah, unfortunate. it's pretty
1: sad, uh, but they will. So they're going to release it in January and it'll also give the developers a month to prepare and develop for the next patch after. So they're not just going to like sit on their hands and not do anything for that month. It is cool. going to be ready to go. Cool. They're just going to get some... Kind of makes
3: me want to buy it more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so, bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then amidst all of this, Nintendo held a mini direct where they announced that Control and Hitman 3 are coming to the Switch... Oh gosh, that's, I saw a sneaky, that. that's a sneaky direct. Um, albeit, uh, you know, albeit they ha- they're going to be streamed over the internet. Oh, Ooh, because wait. it's too taxing it's for too the hardware. Uh, so they've already sense. been doing this in Japan for a couple of games. These oh. are just the first two games they are going to be doing yeah, it. That's here. why I said Hitman okay. Three Cloud.
3: Yes. Oh, okay.
1: and that's yeah. why it says Control Cloud as well. Yeah, I could, have no interest I in that. W- I, have not, I mean, I don't, I don't either. But I'm very <laughs>
3: interested in the technology for it because yeah. that could seriously change gaming yeah that means could. they've been like doing it in japan you're not, not even downloading anything anymore no
1: and no. i mean that's what stadia and Luna yeah. and all those other things are doing yeah so. and they but all did great right? the idea that that's
3: specific to the
1: games though <laughs> well, makes me more well, playstation now it. is also doing it and playstation Correct. now is fine. true
5: I, yeah i played one playstation now game and oh man the freezes yeah it was not consistent <laughs> yeah. it's all based on your on our internet yeah. and internet is, yeah. is yeah. all over the place exactly
1: yeah uh, and then also, Stories of Season, Story of Seasons is getting a sequel next year. What? Yeah, in March, I believe is that, when it's coming out.
2: For those of you who don't know, that's like Harvest Moon. The, uh, the guy ooh. who made Harvest Moon went on to work on this game. Correct. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I tell. Can, can go I back to tell. talking to each yes, other. Yes, we can.
1: <laughs> uh, Bradley Default 2 has been delayed to February 26th, which was expected, so it's not too much. And that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity got a oh. demo on the eShop yeah. put out immediately. Ooh. I
3: thought you were going to say delayed
1: again. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. no demo. I do a demo. want to play it's that It's still in coming December. out November 20th. It's just they put out a demo for so it on could, the eShop. we could play
5: a little demo right now. It's like the first mission, I believe. Yes, yeah. I believe so.
1: And they also did a couple of announcements. Great. But uh, this is also, they said, they're going to be their last mini direct or direct of the year. Oh. Okay. Wow, so, okay.
3: Although I don't. Until the surprise
1: smash. Exactly. Yeah. Until. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> it. They're <laughs> going to have a <laughs> smash one. Come on. Like, they're not going to have a
2: holiday one? Yeah. yeah that's, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Fine. <laughs> <yeah.
1: And then, laughs> Although there's a lot of things going on this holiday, so they might Oof, not want yeah. to get in between that. Yeah. And then Joe has some international news for us. <gasps>
4: oh, yeah. In the Netherlands, there is a class action lawsuit against EA for the FIFA game and the loot boxes that are in it. It's been going on for a while, and a judge this weekend, I believe, or this week, decided that to uphold the, the idea that loot boxes are gambling, especially because children are involved.
2: I love that. Yeah. We've said that for yeah. such a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't mind loot boxes. To be very clear, like yes. it doesn't bother me, especially when it's cosmetic items. But like, they are a thousand percent a slot machine. Yes, hundred percent. Like, there's no difference. Mm-hmm.
4: EA is fighting it once again, saying that that's not fair. It's it's not a gambling type situation because you can't actually exchange these things back for real money, which is the normal thing that yeah. they do for all these are you know anybody saying I'm not really gambling. Um, they're trying to use the pachinko parlor like version of how this works, but ultimately the judge said no so far, and they have three weeks to get rid of them. Yeah, is still trying to fight it. They're they have one more port- court that is basically the Supreme Court that they can go through, but the NGA is like, nah, we're not having it. Get those loot boxes out of there. It's definitely preying on children and it's preying on people who have who are have ga- gambling addictions essentially because of these loot boxes. Yeah, because because
1: yeah. it, it psychologically it, it does the exact same. Yep. Uh, parts of your brain as gambling, as pulling a slot machine. It's the
3: exact same. Right. It, it makes sense. It's yeah. even worse because you're not getting money back. Nope. There's no yeah, potential of you yeah. getting money back. Like, that just makes me think of every single game that has loot boxes. Overwatch, yeah.
1: Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. just Do loot it. boxes. Especially it's all the Gacha games. It's all, all, all things. Yeah. especially yeah.
2: paid loot boxes. Yeah. It's yes. different. It's like, hey, I finish this level and then I randomly get an item from a thing. Yeah. It's like, hey, if I want this, I have to pay two ninety nine and then. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you can you can
5: pay a certain amount in Overwatch and you get like what fifty loot boxes or something.
1: Yeah, but you can also yeah. earn those through regular games. You could earn well. those yeah. as well. Can you not earn them in FIFA? Uh, I don't believe so. At oh. least, or if you can, it's actually I don't think you can because I think the Ultimate Team. I think you can only pay for those. Okay, I see, remember. that's different. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but different. yeah, they have three weeks to get rid of that that system entirely in their game, and if they don't, they're going to get fined what five hundred thousand dollars a week, yep. a week, mm-hmm. yeah, up, up to ooh. which can
4: be up to I think three point two million dollars. Or I thought it
1: was like five or ten. The million. Netherlands uh, about 5. to make 2? some money. Yeah it, <laughs> money. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, it was it was it was a lot of money. It can go up to, but ultimately EA might decide that's worth it. It has to be a lot of money because they have
2: a lot of money.
1: Exactly. It has to be a significant amount of money. That they'll actually be
5: afraid of losing.
1: Because the way that specific part of the game works, they're just going to have to take it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for at least the, you know the Netherlands part or the European part. I don't know if it's... Is it for the it entire It was the Netherlands. It's just they, the Netherlands. They didn't say okay. the whole EU. Okay. Right
4: now, it's just the NGA, the Netherlands Gaming Authority. They're okay. the ones that are oh, okay. are completely not okay with it. But mm-hmm. this might trickle down into a lot of other yeah. places. Well. I wouldn't
5: doubt
2: it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if loot boxes didn't start to go away. I think people don't like them. They have a bad rap. And there are other ways to earn money. Seasons passes or just buying items directly. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see this really affecting like revenue streams for video games. They're just going to have to find another way to get people to pay them money
1: yes exactly so all right cool thank you for that for that news update there joe and now also for some good news at least for people that can get their hands on a ps5 this year (gasps) and that's that bug snacks is going to be free for them if they have ps plus talk about bug snacks talking about bug snacks and uh this is the first ps5 game coming to the ps plus monthly promotion and uh, I'm all for it. Oh, so, so I think it's going to yeah. be going. So they're going to have one every single month going forward now. They I'm,
5: read the room. I'm yes. playing day one. Day one, I'm playing that game. They yeah.
3: saw, Bugsnax saw, hey, we have Assassin's Creed coming out. I'm sure at the time, uh, still Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk was coming out. Yep. You had all these big AAA games, Spider-Man. And Bugsnax was like, well, who's going to play us? Yep. <laughs> who's going <laughs> to buy us? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure PlayStation gave them a nice you know, buyout. <laughs> 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 they're like, hey, you go on this, we'll give you this amount. And they're like, we'll take it. And now, hey. Now you're going to play it, Lewis. Yeah. And you probably w- weren't going to do that before.
5: Um, it, Depending on the price, because if it was like 40 bucks, then no.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, I think 40 was probably yeah. the lowest that game would have been. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. F-
1: I, w- I wasn't going to play it either. A, because I had way too many things exactly, I wanted to play. Exactly. I many bigger
5: AAA but games coming I, out. I think I will play it now. Oh, Me too.
1: I'm yeah. playing it day one. I don't one. know. Not,
2: it's still I, so weird. Talk That's about why. Bugsnax. Talk about snacks. Uh, You know maybe I will Exactly Come on you're gonna play Thank you for seeing things From my
5: point of view I'm not even gonna buy A game right away I'm gonna just play Bucks now
4: (laughs) I think everything In that game Sees from your point of view Troy And then you eat it (laughs) Oh my god Oh talk about bug snacks. There's gonna, sa- <laughs> There's gonna
5: be sandwiches in that game. Oh my god. There's, yeah, <laughs> and
1: you are the sandwich. You in are the sandwich. Yeah. Oh my Your god. Your hand will be a sandwich.
5: <laughs> Your arm will oh, be a sandwich. Talk about our snacks. Wait, is that multiplayer? <laughs> is that game
3: multiplayer Friend Zone? No, no, I don't think oh, so. No, it's not. Whatever. No, Whatever. honestly, it looks like it's more like No Man's Sky than you think. Oh, cool. I'll do a chill yeah. stream. Actually, yeah. chill I stream bug snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just cataloging stuff.
2: Talk about chill
1: snacks. Talk about chill snacks. I do look forward to seeing what else is going to be. On the PS Plus, yeah, Definitely. absolutely, going I'm forward. I'm, I'm looking forward, guys, to guys. Less than a month. Less than less a month. Than a month. Oh exciting. my god! Two yeah. less than two weeks. Oh my god! Yeah, when is this? This, this episode comes less than out two weeks. on uh, November first, November 1st and it comes out November twelfth. Woo! Woo! Less than two weeks. That's right, and then also two direct, and then two directors from different Microsoft games left this week. Simon Woodruff of Rare and Chris Lee of 343 Industries decided to pursue different avenues in their careers Uh, Woodruff was working on the open world Everwild that was still in early development while Lee was working on Halo Infinite but had already been taken off as director so Lee was just like all right I'm done I don't you already took me off as director Uh, I'll I'll figure out something else you know I'll, I'll do something else uh, but Wolf Woodruff though is gonna be kind of weird because he was the the creative. I think he was the main director, the executive director of that game. So
0: yeah.
1: we'll see how that goes going forward. Um and then finally to end on a fun note, Fog Guys is getting a Godzilla costume on November third to celebrate <laughs> Godzilla Day and the Godzilla Festival. I'm so
3: excited. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. Is it like paid or just everyone's getting one? No, it's it's you saw the you
1: buy it using crowns. Okay so it's okay. gonna be uh it's gonna be ten crowns. Oh.
4: I will go back to playing more. We
1: have we already have that. We already have 10 crowns. It doesn't mean oh. I want to
4: use them all on one suit, Brian. God. Yeah, Brian. Dang. God, are
3: you, come on, man. Also, sweet flex, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> right?
4: It's, just, it's like, no, don't worry about it. We gotta be got that out this. we got this. <laughs> uh
1: it, He comes with a little car in his hand Aww. as well. He's we got like a car in his that's hand. Great. That's, it's that's great. It's pretty great. Fantastic. It's pretty awesome. So Joe, Joe and I will definitely be spending the 10 Damn I have to, I have to
5: play some of that then. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just play it. You don't even have to win. It's, you, you'll get it throughout the uh, the, the oh, rankings. Yeah, you're, you're right. The, yeah. the rankings. Just stuff. play it naturally. Just play it naturally, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it for the news, but we still have my favorite segment, which is Turn Up for what? Turnip for what? <laughs> and this week is with Joe from Katsusando.
4: Welcome to the spookiest week of the year in Animal Crossing. The island of Katsusando has been preparing for the star of Halloween Jack all month. Isabel, along with Timmy and Tommy, are getting festive, wearing costumes these last few days, and even the new villager Sprocket is all a robotic flutter about the fun to come on All Hallows' Eve. Lucky, the glowing-eyed, floppy-eared Mummy Pooch celebrates things creepy all year round, so those with him on their island already have a sweet-looking haunted house to enjoy on Halloween. Jack and the new villagers have a new reaction to give out on Halloween, so be prepared with candy at 5 o'clock. And just in case you don't have a large amount of candy, just wear Jack's costume and scare your villagers into giving you more candy to give back to them. To get cool stuff. As fall continues, there are a lot of bugs and fish and sea creatures leaving the northern hemisphere in October. Over 10 bugs are leaving, including all the different types of dragonflies. And they'll be gone for the rest of the year, so get your nets. And now, on to the turnips. Move over, Nook's Cranny. There's a new bank in town. Islanders who traveled to Ally Island made the most of the stock market by exchanging each turnip for a cool 1,000 bells. Ally, the real world bank, partnered with Nintendo to extend the turnip exchange's reach in the last two weeks. Lines to visit the island were forever long, but those lucky enough to make it in became billionaires before they left. And that's your slice of Animal Crossing pie. This is Joe from Katsu Sando signing off, reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons.
3: Turnip for what? So was this
1: Allied Island just like their own island? Yes. So you had to go to that one? Yes. Wow.
4: That's cute. When I read about it, it was was crazy to get in. Apparently, there were lines queued up in Discord channels for for literally forever (laughs) long but if you made it on there you it didn't matter what you bought those turnips no. for you walked away with so and they had cute games and things set up Aww. like so you you experienced their island they had little uh, festive um you know the things that uh, I don't know what they're called. The the tickers behind you that have like different things, like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They had those things set up that you would stand. They had eight people, and you would stand in a in each one person would stand in the square, and whatever it turned on for the color, that was the amount of bells you got that were in extra. They Aww. had whole little areas where you would come in and you would drop your turn offs off in one area, and then you walk to the le- to the right hand side, and it was like an entire field of bells, <laughs> <laughs> and you just had to pick up however many bells it was that you dropped off turn for. It was great. Aww. That's hilarious. Yeah, I wish I could have made it. I I I didn't even know how cool it was until it was way too late to get into a queue. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we only had 50 people at our island when we had the 600 and it was just like, I can't only imagine. And that's, that's still, like, I think, the highest we
4: have ever seen yeah. is what happened <laughs> on our island.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, all right, cool. So that'll do it for our news. That brings us to our Mighty morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty
2: morsel Tasty Topic.
1: <laughs> and this week, Mando, what do you got for us?
2: In honor of the spooky season, we're going to talk about non-spooky games that make you go, whoa, we all know that whoa. scary games <laughs> did I scare you? yeah
1: that whoa, whoa. made me go whoa <laughs> made me jump a bit
2: we all know that scary games can be spoopy but what about those non-scary games? So for me, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I had a very scary moment in a video game that's not very scary. Mm-hmm. Is mm. I was playing Red Dead, and mm. I was collecting flowers for the collection quest. You collect about 10 flowers, and then she gives you about $300. It's not a very interesting minigame. <laughs> it's definitely like a very calm, I'm going to walk around, look at trees, enjoy the breeze. Yeah, um, and it was. And it was. And there are some flowers that you can only get at night. So I was in a swamp walking uh trying to avoid alligators and you can see like their eyes glow on the ground it was already Super like scary. yes like, like uh foggy and spooky and i'm looking for this flower so i'm in like night vision mode staring at the ground and then out of nowhere suddenly there's a black blur and then i'm dead and i think we were actually i think you were streaming at the time and then i actually screamed in the house it was like, ah! uh, because a panther had come out from a tree and instantly killed me it was just like a one hit KO it was like, it's like the flower is definitely if it's not on this hill it's gotta be on the next <laughs> death. and then death but I want to know about you guys. Yeah, we what, were, what's your like scary game moment?
3: Yeah, we were honestly <laughs> concerned for you.
2: We were,
1: yeah, <laughs> we were on stream. You had already signed off with your mic and everything. We still heard you from the other room. We yeah. heard the the Panthers. Wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. your scream through my microphone. <laughs> yes, it was
3: uh, it was blood curdling. Yeah, um, scary. for me, I I I, uh, I love the Far Cry games. I've played them all. I, uh, but you may think, you know, Far Cry, these like political islands where you're trying to usurp the, you know, czar of the land or whatever. Uh, you would think those would be the, the moments that would scare me.
2: Oh, like the maniacs or the drug lords yep. or yeah. the yep. people trying to yep. kill you? Civil unrest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or jumping out of the planes or oh, the yeah, helicopters yeah. in that. No, 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 no. Those games, the scariest thing are the snakes (laughs) it's the snakes it's the one common factor throughout all the Uh, games were there there snakes on the plane might as well be i I wouldn't put it past them um you don't kind of like your thing you don't see them and then they just attack you and all of a sudden you're either dead dying or you're you get there have venom sometimes your screen gets all messed up but it's very fast very sudden and you don't see it um the What's worse though is is most Far Cry, Far Cry games take place in some type of jungle or forest. Mm-hmm. So once you get once you get scared by that first snake that just comes out of nowhere, the rest of the game you're just dreading, just like <laughs> oh, we're there, tall grass. Oh, okay, no, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good, are f- ah! no, you're fine, just a stick, just a stick. <laughs> <going>. Did, you <laughs> hear that? Did you hear it? Did you hear?
0: No,
2: that, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's
3: seriously. Funny. Yeah. So I end up playing those games when I get to really overbrushed places. It becomes a, a horror game for me <laughs> every time. But what's funny is whenever I start a new game, I completely forget about the snakes. <laughs> Until the first one gets me. I'm like, I got
2: copy again.
3: <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just Fear City from then on out. Fear That's City. Hilarious. It's game.
2: <laughs> what about you, Ryan?
1: Uh, for me, it would have to be Grounded uh, and... Grounded is the honey I shrunk the kids type game, you know, you're you're playing. And so they do have an arachnophobia mode, and I was like, um I mean, I'm I don't like spiders, but I'm okay with them. They're fine. They're video game spiders, yeah, there's video right? game spiders. I've seen the I've seen videos of them, I've seen pictures of them. Yeah, whatever. It'll be fine. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not fine. It's not <laughs> fine whatsoever. Because it's not just what they are, 'cause they're they tower over you. Oh. You know, there's these They're just, they're like banana spiders as well. So they're just monstrous spiders. And so. You can see like the little leg hair. Yeah, oh yeah, you can see. Oh, oh, it's so bad. And it's, but what makes it worse though though, is the sound they make. It's just like a. And so you're hearing it, and it's just like, where is it? 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 And then it's on top of you, killing you. <laughs>
2: I'm beginning to think we're all afraid of the same thing. Just, yeah. little, just animals. No, just not knowing. Right. It and is then right. dying. And the thing is,
1: like, they're only in like one specific part of the map as well. So like going up to it, it's like, okay, I know there's spiders coming up. It's fine. But then you hear the rustle. You hear the no, the little fine, spider because in, each individual leg also makes a step noise. Oh. So oh, you're wow hearing that and it's just like oh oh there it is i gotta run i gotta run gotta, <laughs> run. gotta, run. gotta run oh i'm dead <laughs> and it's it is so terrifying in that game like i i don't want i want to turn on arachnophobia mode but then they look just look so goofy because then they're just giant floating blobs that it's just like no just deal with it it's fine, fine. it's not it's never fine <laughs> it's <laughs> never fine
4: <laughs> what about you joe I I I so for me it's a Tomb Raider game. Okay. The latest Tomb Raider game, uh, which you know has a lot of dark, you know, creepy stuff. and oh, You're yeah. looking for tombs. Uh, no, like there's one part. There's one part. There's like five different parts of this game where you go into these underground tunnels, and this drum music starts when you get into the tunnels, and you're like, that is foreboding and very uncomfortable feeling. And it's super dark. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, your little person's like crouching and you're like climbing through this tunnel. You're like, yeah, okay, there's a light at the end. them. you get out of the light, and then, and then there's like weird things scurrying around in the background. And it, you you find out it through the course of the game. It's like cannibal clowns. It's it's not right? funny. They're not funny. There's nothing funny. They're like weird, creepy, clicking, giggling weirdos running around you, and 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 they, they murder the crap out of you. Oh. They, They murder you, murder you fast. And the drum music plays. Every time I would like get it, it became almost one of those things where in normal situations where I had to crouch and get into a dark area to kind of climb through something. I'd be like, oh God. Oh no, please don't be the drums. Please don't be the drums. If it's the drums, I don't want to deal with any more of these clowns. Please, 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 please. I don't want to have to kill any more of these things because they didn't die either. They just kind of like sat there and kept throwing bombs at you. And it's like, I I need you to go away so the music stops. It's the music that's really unsettling because they're like weirdly... They're just weird and creepy looking. And the game's not even, like, really scary. Uh It's not... Tomb Raider's not a scary game yeah. it's a puzzle s- platforming thi- why are there weird cannibal clown <laughs> dudes with drums who's playing those drums
1: I was half expecting you to be like so I heard the drums in the distance and I went through the clearing and then there was Ultra somehow was there <laughs> playing EDM was in Tomb Raider <laughs> why these <laughs> clowns <laughs> I'll kill you no <laughs> I'd
4: it's, that it's much more Tycho <laughs> drum based it's, it's, it's just like a low rumble, and then they, then all of a sudden there's some scurrying in your in your peripheral view, and you can't see it, but it's making the drums louder. Aww. It's not cool. So
1: it's like Jumanji drums.
4: Yes, Aww, yes, man. it's like Jumanji drums. Okay,
1: those are. I kind would of really unsettling. appreciate
4: it if it was EDM because I think I would have laughed a lot more. But, <laughs> but they're the ones laughing at me because I'm like, oh no, the drums have started again. Oh, <laughs> oh, they're, they're, the stupid clown guys are in here somewhere, and they do just jump out at you at some point. And, yeah. and it's not even the jumping out; it's the drums. Yeah. It's the drums. Yeah. So generator. Thanks, right. Shadow of the Dream, <laughs> Your
2: creepy drum music. <laughs> uh, what about you, Lewis? I know as a murderer, nothing frightens you, but has there been anything in a video game? Is you, it the law? Is, is it the law? The law, law <laughs> frightens you. I was going to
5: mention like, Last of Us, but Last of Us is kind of a horror game. Um, but uh, Red Dead 2, actually, uh, same game as you, Amanda. Um, I actually went purposely at night to the swamps <laughs> to go alligator hunting. Um, and that game is so beautiful looking I'm holding a lantern out in the darkness just slowly wading through the swamp waiting and looking for an alligator and even though it, I mean nothing really scared me but that was just like super spooky I'm like standing there just waiting aiming my gun holding a lantern just like hoping I see eyes and then I see eyes and they just go underwater and I'm like damn it
2: so it's by my feet <laughs>
5: yep I'm like where is it going and then i shoot and then nothing happens and then they almost start attacking me but then i just like unload completely i unload a whole rifle just just destroying them when i take out a rifle then everything goes dark but um that
2: game at night is very spooky that uh,
5: game at night is great and the effect that the lantern has it's like wow, this looks really good and really creepy. I can
2: only see in this area, and everything else is very dark.
5: I can only see around my hand.
1: Yeah, especially in that one part, because I think it's in, uh, it's near, it's it's like basically supposed to be New Orleans. Yes, it is. And that part is very foggy. It's Mm, very, yeah, yeah, it's very pea soupy, if you will. Oh, yeah, (laughs)
5: definitely pea soupy. And that lantern in that fog is even less light. Yeah, but definitely a super spooky aspect in a game that shouldn't really be that spooky. Mm-hmm.
2: And because all games are spooky, this uh, this Halloween we're definitely going to be playing Animal Crossing. Yes, <laughs> the Obviously. only safe game. <laughs> Hell
5: yeah! <laughs> Can I? We'll see about that. Yeah, I'm like, is there a way to make it not safe?
3: Well, Nintendo may have some words for you if you find <laughs> a way. Um, I do find it look funny to the
1: lawsuit. The thing that makes you scared is somebody murdering you. That's you know just so odd to me as the murderer. Oh, I wasn't. Scared. Scared. I
5: was <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I was, I was,
2: I
1: was
5: excited. <laughs> Ooh, that's I even like, weirder. I like how you said allegedly,
2: like it could have meant allegedly he wasn't scared or allegedly he wasn't a murderer, but you were very yeah, It's an <laughs> interpretive. Yeah. about it. It's
1: nice interpretive dance you had yeah. going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I like that uh I like that tasty topic. So thank you very much for your Mighty Morsel, morsel Tasty Topic Dang. Bye bye. Brings
3: us to our Dragon of the Week. It's the Dragon of the Week. Oh, it's so sleek. It's the Dragon of the Week. Oh, it's so cool. (laughs) I'm sorry. That didn't rhyme. That didn't rhyme. (laughs) Look, I'm bringing up my notes while trying to find something that rhymes with, with I, sleek. I, I don't need your Look, excuses. Look, listen, Meek <laughs> came to mind, but I think I used that like two weeks ago. You,
2: you used the same 13 words week after week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea that just, just none of them came no, to no, mind no, no. was very no. The problem
3: funny. is they came, and I didn't want to use the same ones again, and, but nothing new came. It's because he was taking a peek at his uh, notes. Uh, oh. That's what it was. He was already rhyming. a peek. Dragon of the week.
2: Dragon of the week. It
1: was week.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My shocked face right now is so full of respect for you.
1: (laughs) But our dragon of the week is a chance for us to shine a little light, show a little love onto a company, a person. Um, a, a, somebody who contributes to the greater society that we
3: know as the game industry. That's And right. this week, Troy's going to bring it to us. All right. Well, the spooky season may be wrapping up, but I'm not ready to let go. Please, please, Brian, Brian. I'll, I'll never I let go. Wanna, I don't
1: want to let go. I don't have enough room on the store for you. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> oh, I need a whistle. <laughs> um, uh, Halloween has been a really good thing this past month to like distract from literally everything else in this world. <laughs> and it's been really great. And I've enjoyed it. And I'm really sad that it's done. But I'm going to hold on one more week. Uh, Because my dragon this week has to do a little bit with Halloween A little bit of the spooky factor So, um, I wanted to find a dragon to share with you all Who has contributed to scaring my pants off Multiple times a month This month And I'm talking about composer Olivier de Riviere He's the creative mastermind Behind the musical score of the blood-sucking vampire game Vampire, Developed by Don't Nod Studio That's the game you, uh Almost likes, Lewis. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no. But that was a game where, like, even though you didn't, it didn't click with you, the one thing we did like was the music, oh, yeah, the what music I remember.
5: Oh, yeah, was gorgeous. Yeah.
3: And I was like, I got to know who this person is, because you're right. It just, and the music just gets better as the game goes on. I would imagine. Um, so his credits uh, for gaming is much longer than that, though. He's worked on renowned titles such as Assassin's Creed, A Plague's Tale, Dying Light 2, and Mandy. Mandy. This dude. This dude is the go-to composer for one of your favorite game companies. They've made Bound by Flame, ah! Technomancer, Greedfall. Yes, he's Spider. the composer for spiders. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, not, not in Grounded, though, right? No spiders. No no spiders. He's no. sure. <laughs> got nothing to do with the... Don't worry about that. His signature, like his musical signature when it comes to his work, is that he becomes super intentional with every aspect of... Of his music With an emphasis On putting the player first And I'll go more Into what that means As we learn more about him But let me tell you A bit about his background It was a dark Stormy French October night In 1978 (laughs) Olivier was born Okay okay. You can't can't do that The whole time (laughs) (laughs) Um, Olivier uh, Started studying Classical percussion At the age of five Classical percussion percussion i had to look up today what classical percussion really <laughs> meant i'm sure it was like gongs and and other triangles the triangle yeah. <laughs> it's so much more than that
2: yeah I feel, he was five i feel like they put toddlers in a room with pr- pots and pans and charge their parents a lot of money yes
5: <laughs> classical percussion there yeah. you go <laughs>
2: Clang clang. Ding, 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 ding.
5: formal training
3: it's french um <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you guys were doing, but I was definitely only like finger painting was like the extent of my art, I think, at that age. And if you're wondering, hell yes, I was really great at it. So thank you very much. I will say you have seen Les Mis. It is all
1: just pots and pans. <laughs> just,
2: just going mean, back to that, sorry. A, it, it,
3: is, it is classical.
1: Yes. It's literally a classic.
2: I think we've all just proven that we know nothing about French culture. We're so sorry. Yes.
3: Or, or, class, or percussion. <laughs> Um, well, I think Joe does. Joe,
2: Joe,
1: Joe, <laughs> Joe went to, to, to say to
3: something. <laughs> She's like, that's that time. Joe used to be in a band. Used to be in a high school band, right? Uh,
4: multiple. Different multiple bands. bands. She bands, was the drum major. <laughs> I was right, a drum well, major, <laughs> which does not mean what you think it means, but oh. I was one. Well, yes. <laughs> I was actually a woodwindist. So, yes. Yeah. Right, but I did a lot of percussion in high school.
3: I will need some schooling after this to get me up to speed. Um, Olivia went on, though, to study harmony, counterpoint, and instrumentation at the Conservatory of Nice, France. Uh, As a teenager, he learned about the technical aspects of writing music for interactive media because he attended many coding parties where passionate programmers would compete in creating code, graphics, and music on computers. I'm going to stop here coding parties <laughs> Brian it, is that a thing it is I mean, it's definitely a thing now it was definitely a thing back then because the only time you could learn anything was from these coding it, parties so it was like a, it was like a club because yes. like I, look, I, I've been to keggers uh-huh. I've been to like costume parties. I mean, even gaming parties, but coding parties exist? Yes.
2: Yeah, they're only for robots.
3: Okay. Oh, this makes more sense. Yeah. Very smart people, That's otherwise known as... Uh, yeah. You get updated. You Yo, get dude, want to come to this coding party? You got a USB port? <laughs> um, don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always have an open USB port for you, Troy. Oh,
1: God.
3: Thanks, man. You're it's right. like We're the heart. On. We're moving on. It's like the heart. An open <laughs> yeah. heart. Yep. An yep. open heart. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this was around probably the mid-90s that Olivia was going to these parties, coding parties. Um, in 2000, at the age of 22, he won a scholarship to Berklee College of Music to study film, scoring, and jazz. It was in Boston that he would spend an entire season with the Boston Symphony Orchestra and interact with renowned musicians, composers, conductors. And this uh, experience with the BSO taught him more about music scoring than ever before and sparked the vision that would bring a greater sense of depth to the video game music composition art. No, that was a lot of words. Damn you, that was a lot. was a lot of words. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, "He's going, he's going, he's going." Okay. Um. So he over the past after the next four years, he started getting to the games industry. He worked on a survival horror game. He worked with choirs. He ended up making Alone in the Dark, which was a very uh, famous game back then for its ambient flavoring. It was, yeah, super cool. He did such a good job with Lone of the Dark that the score was actually recognized on the Billboard charts and the New York Times Wow! for a video game Wow! <laughs> in the early 2000s. You're like competing with like NSYNC <laughs> and <then laughs> Britney Spears at that time. And maybe hooting the bowfish, I don't know when they came out. <laughs> um, but eventually he became partners or started working on a game called Of Orcs and Men, and a Vorks of Vorks Man is the first Spider game, Andy, uh, that he uh, he started working for. And he must have done a great job because they hired him for the next four big titles. <laughs> and a-, a Vorks of Man is a game that I've always wanted to play on title alone. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Uh, But it wasn't until 2014 when his spot really blew up because he spun the music for Don't Nod's game, Remember Me. Did anybody play this game, Remember Me? I did not play it, but I have heard it, and I've heard the music of it. It's a cool, futuristic game that has to do with like uh, AR and it kind of getting out of whack in the future. Mm -hmm. So he won seven Musical Score of the Year awards. Wow. Three Soundtracks of the Year awards and a Composer of the Year award just for this game alone. Damn. Um, I didn't play this game, but I did listen to it. Um, he does this cool thing where he like takes a full orchestra, beautifully records all of their pieces, oboes, cellos, uh, bass, everything you want in orchestra. And then he gets this beautiful orchestrated music and then shoves it through a glitched out grinder, just yep. techno <laughs> mashes it or whatever. And he did this um, so that the orchestra sound would be disjointed on purpose. And by doing that, it would actually add like a rhythmic element to the glitching of the sound. And on top of that sound, it it would actually mirror the themes that are happening in the game of the futuristic reality that starts glitching itself out.
2: That's really cool.
3: Incredible. Freaky. Awesome. And so that brings me to his intentionality when it comes to scoring games. For example, Assassin's Creed uh, Freedom Cry. That's that one with Adewale, the Trinidadian assassin. Oh, yeah. That game revolves around the slave revolution of Haiti. Uh, The developers came to him and were, like, scared. They were like, yo, we're making this game and, like wolf it's about slavery so uh what 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 you got and he's like why are you coming to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like mm, you're good with the, like this stuff and this is dlc it's not a full game it's like mm, you could do a thing he's like well first off we got to collaborate with some Haitian people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to New York and collaborated with Haitian musicians and incorporated into the already existing main Assassin's Creed game, which by that time was very traditional, kind of like film movies, sweeping orchestras, grand vistas and all that. But since Olivier wanted to get specific and intentional, he incorporated the sound of Haiti into the Assassin's Creed realm. And it's brilliant. The drums, awesome. the beat, the instruments that he used to produce it. And I, I played that game. It is, it is super phenomenal actually running around old uh, 1800s, 1700s uh, Haiti and, and hearing this uh, organic sound meshed with Assassin's Creed. It's brilliant. Um, for A Plague's Tale, it's that rat game I talked about. He does this thing where he, this is another cool thing he does. He incorporates sound effects into the action of his music uh, and it's subtle. For example, while the two kids in that game are um, escaping their manor while it's being attacked, like doors are opening, you know, servants are getting stabbed, people are coughing. And if you listen closely, it's all timed out to be in with the music and it it's works and you don't notice it at first, but it's like a brilliant ambient experience where when you look at it, you're like, boom, clack, ksh, ah, and it, it actually is all working together. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Um, in Vampire, sorry, this stuff is the stuff that I, I love. About this guy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of going through this major chunks of what is really cool because he Absolutely. does something cool and different for every game that he that he orchestrates, mm-hmm. which is so unique. You don't find that in games. Usually, you find like a style, whether it's Hans Zimmer or or even a, a, a John Williams where it's like that's a John Williams joint. Yes. I can tell. I've <laughs> yeah. heard it. I can every, tell. Yeah. He does. Yeah, the yeah. We got that. We see that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um he, he actually his thing is just trying to find something new and different with every game mm. and that's amazing cuz he has like over 23 titles to his name. Um so in Vampire, he equates the sound of the vampire, the main character, uh to the sound of a single cello. And and that that, that vampire, that man has just been turned into a vampire. He then takes that, that cello and surrounds it with a very harsh industrial sound because the game just comes out of World War I. So the industrial music represents the world and the circumstances in which the cello by itself is the character's humanity that is completely enveloped and is fighting against this industrial sound. What? <laughs> and, and 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 if you're wondering, like, because it tells a story, even though you don't realize it, like when you're playing that game and you hear just like this doo-doo-doo-doo, and it's this beautiful cello, which is equated to be the closest instrument to the human voice, um, is there, and then you hear this these harsh, like stranger things vibes that are surrounding it. It's so disjointed, but in a way that that works, and you almost you feel pity for the cello, because it's not like a bunch of cellos. It's one single cello against the rest of this orchestra. Mm. It's like a fight, yeah. and it, it mirrors exactly what you're feeling in the game. Uh, it's just remarkable what how he how he uh, is able to like subconsciously picks up on what you're feeling and then makes that work brilliantly. Nice. Have you mentioned, have you seen anything in the games you've played, Mandy? Uh, Technomancer or Bound by Flame, Greedfall, or what has your impressions been with, with his music?
2: It, it's very much like what you've been describing because every one of those games is very different. Uh, two examples are like Bound by Flame and Technomancer. Mm-hmm. Bound by Flame being very classic fantasy and then Technomancer being like very high sci-fi. And the, the music is very different and you definitely get a different feel and characteristics from both of them.
3: He kind of the way that he th- that's great because he, he finds that a lot of orchestrations and he's a little critical of kind of the modern film and games industry orchestrations mm-hmm. not in the fact that he feels they're scared or lazy or anything like that but they're just kind of that feeling or that vibe. Oh,
2: you could take this song and put it in a different yeah, exactly. movie and it would be the same. Yeah.
3: When he was talking, I, I uh, listened to an interview when he was talking about or they brought up Assassin's Creed Origins. The interviewer was like, yeah, well, what do you expect them to do? Like go to Egypt and try to find, you know, what music? He's like, yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, that exactly is, what I expect. I know, but he's like, it's not their fault. It's just, it's, it's a machine. It's a system. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, producers. And, also, you know, that's more work. It's more work. Yeah. To be culturally and, inclusive. And there's more more hoops to, to run into. A lot of the the big games a lot big movie franchises there's so many hands that everything has to pass through it just makes it hard to be creative yeah which is also why a lot of times you'll find him working for smaller companies he kind of prides his work on on being best because he's surrounded by people he really enjoys working on with mm-hmm. and that unfortunately does not in- involve big business <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you know like uh, ubisoft's like uh why are you flying to egypt
1: right why do, why do we why do we need to fly out to egypt oh
3: you know what let's give him the smaller dlc part yeah. of this game yeah, 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 not the uh, not <laughs> yeah. the main game because yeah, yeah. like we, we can afford that so so that's the stuff that's really important to him. And like I said, he's won so many different awards all, all across the board. The next game he's working on is Dying Light 2. Nice. Um, I'm excited for that,
5: I think, maybe.
3: The music was already scary in that game. What What was that?
2: Very non-committal <laughs> excitement.
3: Yeah, it was like you were really into it by the end of that, com- that sentence. Not so much. Yeah, I, I, I don't know.
5: When I first played that game, yes, I was super into it. I, even before that, I played Dead Island, which ha- kind of has the same feel. Yeah, yeah, without yeah, the yeah. parkour. But um, playing it more recently, I was like, "Oh, this game is okay." Yeah, you
1: started out at a cyberpunk, and you ended up at a bug snacks. Like it was <laughs> it about was bug great. snacks. Yeah. I mean, I'm more <laughs> excited for bug snacks
5: than I am for Dying Light 2 at the moment. Okay. But Dying Light 2 does have a lot of promise since it's
3: so many years after Dying Light 1, but
5: that's besides the point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's music one more wise. reason for
3: you to look forward to it, though, is that this guy's going to get his hands on it. And he didn't wasn't involved in the first Dying Light. Yeah. So I can only imagine Ooh, if, if now, yeah. if, if, if the approach that he takes to meticulously tie like the emotion into the music with zombies and darkness... <laughs> and the culture of where they are, because they weren't in like the, the United States in that right. game.
5: So, mm-hmm. I'm like wherever they may go, yeah, wherever they may go, he'll definitely go into that culture to combine it with like some
3: kind of horror uh, aspect. It's exciting! It's yeah. exciting. So go check out this guy's work. He's got a, he's got his own YouTube page. Oh, that's cool. Which I went to where he challenges himself sometimes by playing his score with only two fingers on a piano, and it's really entertaining <laughs> just to show how effective and how good he is. He's like, even with two fingers, this is still great. <laughs> and he's, he is great, and he gives a lot of lectures. I learned a lot. Check him out. Olivier de Riviere. Check him out. He's awesome.
1: Nice. Nice. Uh, by the way, I did think of a very funny joke after after we had talked about robot and uh, coding parties. Well, lay it like on that. us, man. Put it on us. Uh, they were actually originally called key parties, but you know, with actual keyboards, that's what they called coding parties. So you know,
3: oh okay, you okay. dropped okay. off wow. actual like keys
1: from a keyboard into a into a bowl instead oh, of your keys. Oh wow,
3: you know? uh, Yeah, wow. you don't want to go. Yeah, you don't you know, want no, to drive home. Yeah, you don't want to drive home. Yeah, after such a rousy night <laughs> of <laughs>
2: Drunk on code. Drunk on code. Got all those, all those hashtag shots. Oh, yeah, I, I uh, know how coding works. All Look, I all drank those
3: backslashes. I have uh, I, I, I nothing. I, I drank too much. I got to go. HTTP. Oh, over here. Oh, watch out for the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You don't know bracket is? Oh, like an actual like the keystroke bracket. Yeah. I, sometimes yeah. things have different names like bracket means like a whole language. I don't know. No. Nope. Nope. That's this <laughs> is it where I get confused. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you very much for
1: that, Dragon Troy. You bet. Uh, I ruined his name at the beginning, so I'm not going to try to say it it's, again. It's we're, we're doing our best. We're doing we're def- our best. We're
3: definitely spending time trying to learn different languages we are. to get these names correct. <laughs> we do.
1: We do try to listen to how their name is actually pronounced and, and everything before
3: and we do this, and then we
1: still can't do
3: our do best it. in our American accent to yeah. try and get there. Yeah.
1: Uh, so nicely done. But unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. <laughs> Bum, boom,
3: boom. Boom, boom. But you can always find us online. That's right, check us out at Taste Dragons on Instagram to hear all about the latest things we have going on between here and Twitch. Well, speaking of Twitch, you can also check us out on twitch.tv backslash taste dragons for daily content. Except for Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> from us the dragons, we each take a different day of the week and we love to have friends. Pop by, drop a follow, say hello. And also, make sure to check us out on Twitter. Our Twitter is mainly focused on indie developers and their elk and promoting what they got going on. Speaking of promoting, what are we promoting this week, Mandy?
2: This week, I wanted to talk to you guys about Tireless. Tireless is a high-speed, cyber-future, neon-powered foot race game
0: uh, it's brought to you
2: by Cyberclan, and the game looks like if the characters from tron like misplaced their motorcycles but they still needed to get somewhere really really fast
1: <laughs> what's really hilarious is that actually is what came to my mind when i heard tireless was like man i really hope there's like no cars or you know like there's you know it's right. like right it's like mad max Fury your road without the cars like
2: <laughs> it is like neon and it looks like mario kart Style so like road that's just I forgot how to talk. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the good words. Awesome. It, it looks really, really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, that'll do it for us this week. So as always, though, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Louis, and I'm Joe. And we are the Taste of Dragons.
3: Have a great week, everyone. Hope you had a great Halloween. Ooh. That's yes, right. yes. Yes. Guys, I need your help this week. It's gonna be a lot. <laughs>
0: Taste of dragons gaming fun. Castle punk is for everyone's day.